um, just a little bit overwhelmed this morning singing a couple of those songs. And um, the idea that God in, adopts each one of us, regardless of where we've been or what we've been through or what we've done, that um, he calls us his own. I was thinking of the story. I may or may not get to the sermon this morning, so. Um, I was thinking of the story that, that Jesus tells to describe his, his father. And many of you, most of you probably have heard this story, but it's the story of a, a son who demands his inheritance and runs. And um, I think one of, the, one of the translations says he recklessly spends it, you know, everything that his father's given him. And um, he finds himself without anyone or anything, and he decides to, to, to turn and head home, not knowing what he's going to get when he, when he arrives at home with his father. And his, his, his speech is, you know, I'll, I'll be a hired hand. You know, your hired hands eat better than, than I do, so I'll, I'll, I'll do some labor for you. I'll work for, for you. And as he gets close, Jesus says the father is actually waiting for him, right? And uh, he paints this picture of this, this loving father who runs to his son who's coming home and uh, just swallows him with his arms. That's your, that's your heavenly father. That's my heavenly father. And... Um, no matter the directions of our lives, I think that's one of the reasons it's so important to gather on Sundays is because it's like, it's like coming home and being reminded of how much we're loved. And we all need that, don't we? Don't you need to re be reminded of how much you're loved? And even if you don't feel like it, today you might be in one of those places where you're like, I, I feel very unlovable. Uh, you need to know that God pursues you. And as you turn to head home, He is... Uh, He's running to swallow you up. And most of us, we might have these rehearsed speeches in our minds, like, God, I'm so sorry. And we, it's like we fall down, but he lifts us up. He, and he lifts us up. And, and, um, and then Jesus says, not only that, he throws a party. <laughs> he throws a party for us. So, man, singing those songs this morning um, about our good father and the, the sons and daughters when the lies speak louder than the truth, remind me I belong to you. Remind me of that. When I can't see um, past the dark of night, remind me you're always by my side. Some of you have a darkness surrounding you right now. Um, you need to be reminded that God is with you. You're not alone. I might have a sermon somewhere here <laughs> to get to. Hey, the next couple of weeks, we just want to talk about what it means to be home. And uh, I, I didn't know that, you know, as we sang these songs, that it would come to, to, to the place where it just naturally just works together. And uh, one of the things that uh, uh, we need to talk about sometimes are just some updates and where we are and what's going on as a, as a community, as a, as a people. Um, it was funny, I turned around when Cameron asked the question, you know, tell someone around you where you're from. And my friend behind me said, uh, she said, Birmingham. And I said, I'm from Birmingham. And she said, England. And I said, Alabama. It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
that we're from all these different places, but we come home together, right? We come home together, and we have a place. I'm going to give you a couple updates and some things that are going on, and then we're going to um, jump into one passage of Scripture and just, just chew on that this morning um, as we, as we uh, consider who, whose we are and, and who we are as a community. A um, lot of updates, a lot of things have been going on over the last uh, few months, and uh, you guys have seen the building coming up. I'll talk about that in just a minute. But as all this is happening, and uh, we, we felt like this was a good moment to do anything we needed to do in terms of our, um, our identity and uh, colors and logos and all that crazy stuff. Now, some of you are going to be bored by this, and that's okay. You can check out for a couple minutes, and then I'll, I'll call you back in when we get to the scripture. But um, Stephen, who grew up uh, as a part of this church, some of, his, some of his childhood, who works on all of our marketing and logos and all that, he, he developed this new logo for us um, that really represents where we exist as a church. And we believe that God has called us specifically to this place. And for, bless you. And if... Um, that was an awesome one. I love that. <laughs> um, if you've been around for a, for a while, and many of you have, have been here since almost the very beginning, um, there, there are stories that talk about the miracle on 124th Street and how this became the property that, that, um, that Don Doe and those original church members felt like this is where they were called to be as the Shea Corridor uh, began to expand. So here's, here's the, the new logo that kind of represents, it might come up, um, there it is, that kind of represents where we're located. And uh, it's kind of representative of the McDowell Mountains, which sit behind us in a very beautiful, spectacular fashion. Amen? Yes. Um, and there might be a heart tucked in there, if you can find that, and some other little logo pieces that some of you enjoy discovering what is tucked into logos. Well, this is represents us. Um, one of the things that we wanted to do with our logo and, and what we began to put out to people is, is get a very clear message of where you could find more information about our community. So mcdowell.church um, is our new web address. That's where you can find everything about McDowell, mcdowell.church. Um, I have a picture of the new building as well. It's out of order, but uh, you'll, you'll notice on the new building, there's this huge new sign. Did anybody notice that when they came in? Yeah, so we have people all the time who walk into the church who think we're a library. And um, you, like every week, people think this is the library right up the street, which is great because we hand them a Bible and thank them for joining us. Um, um, and so we wanted to, to put something on the church that, re- that, that just people could recognize who we are and what we are. Well, we're McDowell Mountain Community Church, but that's a really long name. And if you try to put that on the building, it's very unreadable from a distance. But this picture of the building, um, it's very clear from Shay that um, this is who we are. We're McDowell.Church. We're unashamedly, uh, we're, we're a church, right? That's, that's who we are as a community. And so Stephen's been working hard on all this. I guess one of the biggest questions that's, that's come about is, um, do we have new pins? We do. You got one today. We have new pins um, with that logo as we begin to, um, in, in a sense, tell this community who we are as a church. And uh, we want people to know that this is a place of grace and hope and love, and this can be a home for them. Uh, not, 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 not a home like this building, but a, but a home, a spiritual home and refuge, which people in our community need. Um, if you go to our new w- website, um, McDowell.Church, you're going you're gonna to see this pop up. 
Um, this is what it looks like right now, and there'll be some changes and some development. Stephen's doing a great job with all of this. Um, we also this week launched a new app. So for those of you who are technologically savvy, and you can do this right now. Some of you, I see you reaching for your phones going, no, there's not a new app. There is. You can do this right now. Go ahead. Take your phone out. It's okay. You're allowed to do it in church. We're not going to take pictures and send you notices. Um, you can go ahead and go to the app store. This is what you'll find if you search McDowell uh, Church or McDowell.Church, whatever you want to do. This is what it looks like. And so if you download it and open it, this is what will come up. This next slide will pop up with the logo, and then you'll end up eventually at this place, this next. You can jump into the teachings every week. Um, you can submit a prayer request on your phone. You can do this on Sunday mornings. You can do it on Monday mornings. You can do it on Wednesday nights when you lay down in bed and you think, I have a prayer request. I wish I would have written this down. Written. Uh, I'm from Alabama. I wish I would have written this down uh, last week. You can do it and send it to us right then, and then we can pass it on. Um, I know this is crazy, but you can actually give on the new app. If you want to support the ministries of this church, you can do that on the app. And it's so simple to give on the new app. I'm going to show you this. We, we changed our giving provider, our online giving um, provider, because it's cheaper for us. So actually, money that you give, we get more of that, which is a good thing. But I'm going to jump on the app right now and uh, just show you. So I'm you can't see this, but trust me. I'm going to click the Give button, and it takes me here, and I'm going to put in here, how much do you all think I should give today? A hundred bucks. Is my wife here? A hundred dollars. I'm going to give a hundred dollars right now to the general fund. Do I want to? Okay. Next. So I click Next. Enter my phone number. So I have to enter my phone number here. 405. I'm not going to tell you all of it unless you want it. Confirm. And I just gave. So you can do that that quickly on Sunday mornings. Now, some of you have asked, why don't we pass plates on Sunday mornings? Um, well, so much has gone in the digital world to giving online and things like that, and so we want to make it possible to do that. We believe uh, giving is, a, is an act of worship and a response, so we have the uh, boxes around the room so that during worship you can actually, as an act of worship, go to the box and put in tithes and offerings if you want to do that. Um, you can do it at that place. Um, so that's giving. You can do that online. Uh, we're so grateful for those who partner with us on a regular basis. You can set up recurring giving or you can do just a one-time gift. And then, um, th I've, I've had this question a few times, do we get new stickers for our cars? Some of you are really interested in the stickers. They are available today as well. So you can get new stickers for your cars. So as you leave today, stop by Connection Central, grab a new sticker, and take it with you. Now, why are we doing all of this? Why are we going to all the trouble to, to, to do this? Why are we paying cash for a new building out there? Is this just for us? Because we need more space? Well, we do need more space. Look around, and you'll see that we need some extra space here, but this is not for us. We'll use it. The building that we're building, the resources that we create, are simply kingdom resources and tools to let this community know that they have a home. They have a father who loves them. We, we want this community to know 
Fountain Hills and Scottsdale and Phoenix, and people come from all over to this place. We want them to know that we believe God loves them so much that we're going to make room for them, that for the next generation, for our children and for our students, we're going to create space. We're going to engage many of us in serving those kids to help build a foundation of faith in the next generation because we believe so strongly that we have been entrusted with this gift of the gospel, the good news of Jesus, and we must take it very seriously to give that, to instill that in the next generation. That is who we are as a church. Now, I realize I've lost some of you to the app for the next little bit. Come back now for a few minutes. There's actually a Bible on there as well. Some of you might have already found that, so you can actually read along when we jump into the scriptures. Um, I'll never forget, Birmingham, Alabama is where I grew up, and I'll never forget the trip from Birmingham up to Anderson University in Indiana, where I went to college. I'll never forget um, being dropped off and standing at, at the time it was called, Third Street Dorm. Uh, I'll never forget standing there and watching the car pull away and thinking to myself, number one, freedom. (laughs) And number two, thinking, I'm all alone here. Any of you have a similar experience when you got dropped off at college? Eight-hour drive for me, I was all alone. Um, And the downside for me is I was playing football, and so we were there a few weeks before school started, so all I had was the football team. Nobody else uh, was there for school yet. And I felt all alone. And there were moments in those next few months that all I wanted to do was go home. Have you ever felt like that? I just want to go home. And then uh, when I finally went home, I realized that it wasn't the same as when I lived there. And I began realizing that home is much more than just a geographical location where we reside. Home is something that is much more relational. There's so much more to, to, to being home than to just being in a house. Um, we moved back a few months ago. I can't believe it's been like two and a half months since we've been back here um, in Arizona. And something that I hear almost every week from somebody in the church is um, they'll come up on Sunday morning, hey, we're so good that we're so glad that you're back, um, which is awesome, and I am so glad that I'm back. But the thing that I love hearing more than anything else is when people say, welcome home. Doesn't it feel good for someone to say, welcome home, and they give you a hug? Welcome home. And home isn't Phoenix, although this is home. Home is this. What what makes this so good is the relationships of this community. Uh, There's this song, uh, country song. How many of you listen to country music? Anybody listen to country music and you'll admit it in the room? Okay. Um, There's this song that uh, Miranda Lambert, I think, sang. And it says this. This is what, um, this is the lyric of that song. I thought if I could touch this place or feel it, she's talking about going home, um, that this brokenness inside me might start healing Out here, and she's talking about away from the house, out here in the world, um, it's like I'm someone else. I thought that maybe I could find myself. And then 
in, in the bridge. You leave home, you move on, you do the best you can. Um, we get lost in this whole world and we forget who we are, is what she's saying in the song. And she went back to this, the song says she goes back to the, the home, the house that she grew up in, hoping that she could find herself. But you know, you can never find yourself with four walls and a concrete foundation. Because home isn't geographic. It's, it's relational. My, my grandmother died a few years ago, and I went uh, back with my dad, and I asked him to take me um, to the home where he grew up in, the house he grew up in. And we parked out in the front of that house, and I asked him to share some stories with me, and he told me some good stories. And... Um, My dad's father in that house um, committed suicide, and my dad found him, and I asked him to tell me that story. And um, as he sat and looked at that house, he, he recounted you know, what had happened in that place. And though that marked who he was, that place, that building was no longer his home. And though we are formed by our families of origin, home is sometimes so much larger than just that group of people, right? God created the heavens and the earth, and he created Adam and Eve, and he put them in this place in the Bible that's called the Garden of Eden. But I don't think it was their home so much because it was a great place. I think it was home because God was there with them because God walked with them. And sin entered into the world. Brokenness happened. They left that place. And from that point on in the story of Scripture, we find a God who is trying to bring people back home again, a God who longs to be with us and for us to be with him. And this is the great mission that God is on to bring people home, to welcome them home. And it's not about a location. Sometimes we make sacred these buildings, and there are sacred things that happen in this place, but this building isn't the home of God. There's something more. I love this passage of Scripture, and this is where we're going to hang out uh, for the next few minutes. It's a passage that's found in um, Ephesians chapter 2. And I, don't, don't open your Bibles. Um, I, I want you to listen to this. Uh, in, in the first century world, most of the people were illiterate, so they couldn't read anyway. And um, Scripture was, was most often read to the people. And I think sometimes we, we, we lose something or we miss something when we don't hear Scripture. And so I want to read this to you. Now, consider this idea that you're a follower of Jesus, and you realize that you're not at home in this world. It's, it's not your home, uh, but you, you want to follow Jesus, and you want to find some sort of a home here, a, a people. And so Paul is writing to them, and he, and he, and he tells them this. He said, you are, you are no longer wandering exiles. You're, you're no longer people who have been set away from God. You're, you're not a a wandering exile. And then he says, the kingdom of faith is now your home country. This is your home. This place of faith, 
this people of faith. And then he says this, probably um, one of my top five favorite passages in Scripture. I love the language he uses. You are no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here. How good does that feel? You're you're no longer a stranger. You're you're no longer an outsider to the faith, but, but you belong here. You belong here. You've been chosen to be a part of of this. And then he says, with as much right to the name Christian as anyone. Have you ever been told that you don't belong? You don't fit? Uh, there's There's this new show on TV, and for some reason I like funny, emotional TV shows at, from time to time. And there's this new show, I think it's called uh, The Story of Us or something. Um, this Is Us, yeah, something like that. Um, and there's this episode where this little girl is at a pool, and um, it's this age where girls, I guess, are starting to notice each other a little bit more and, and kind of body styles and those kind of things. And they write this little note to this girl that you're not like us. We don't want to play with you anymore. It's like this devastating feeling like, who who are my people, right? Who do I belong to? And God is on this mission to tell us all that we belong here. You're not an outsider. You you are, you have as much right to the name as Christian. You are an insider. You are one of the family. And then he, he paints this picture. He says, God is building a home. And in our minds, we think about building a home. We think about there's bricks and mortar going up. There's homes being built all around here. So that's our minds. God is building a home. And then he says this. He's using all of us, irrespective of how we got here. So it doesn't matter how you got here, but God's using you and he's using me in what he's building. So the building isn't physical. It's this community. It's this relational building that God is about. He says he used the apostles and the prophets for the foundation, but now he's using you all, all of you, fitting you all in brick by brick, stone by stone, with Jesus Christ as the cornerstone that holds all of the parts together. There's this picture that Paul wants us to understand, that that God no longer resides in a temple or a building that God resides in the community of people who claim to know and follow Jesus. We are the building of God. We're the home of God. And our mission as a church, our mission as God's people, is to simply welcome people home. Uh, For many many, uh, who have experienced the church throughout history, uh, the church has been not a place of, of being welcomed home, but a place of crossed arms and you don't belong here. You, you, you don't belong here. And God said, no more, no more of that. I'm welcoming all people home. And anyone who would claim to know and follow Jesus, my son, who is the perfect representation of the kingdom, a, a, a person of love and grace, Everybody who follows him is a part of the community. And and our mission as a community is 
is to welcome people home. We're being built into that community. The, the living God, um, I love how N.T. Wright says this, the living God was now seeking to make his home in the hearts and lives and particularly the communities that had declared their loyalty to Jesus and were determined to live by the good news of Jesus, the gospel of Jesus, that God is full of grace and love and he welcomes everyone home. Now listen, the, the question is, well, if everybody's welcome, does that mean that that we're all good just how we are? No, no, when, when we're welcomed home, we have to be reminded of who we are. We, we are shaped by this, by this Father who transforms our hearts and our minds, and we become different people, but we are welcomed home with open arms. God is working in the world through the church to welcome people home into his community. So, Who are we? What's our identity? Uh, I love this statement. And if you go to the new website, you'll see this if you click about us. This This is who we are. We are a community following Jesus. We are a community, right? We're a community. We're we're together. We're together with with unity, and and our, our direction is to follow Jesus. And Jesus' direction was simply to, to walk the earth and give himself away, to break himself open, to pour himself out for the needs of those all around him. That's, that's who we are. We are a community, and we're following Jesus. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit about how we do that. I mean, what are the, what are the practical things we do? But, but this, this marks who we are. We're a community following Jesus. It's, it's, it's who we are and it's what we're about and it's the direction that we are walking together in unity. So here's my, here's my question for us to, to chew on, to wrestle with this week. What is, what is my place and how do I welcome people in? What is my place and how do I welcome people in? If, if you call McDowell your, your church home, then you have a place in this community and you have a purpose in this community. Now, you, you have a place and a purpose when we gather together, but you also have a place and a purpose when we scatter from this place. And so as we scatter, how are you and how am I living in such a way that helps people see the love of God? How are we welcoming people home each and every day of our lives, in our businesses, in our neighborhoods, even within the walls of our houses, in our families? How are we welcoming people home? How are we creating safe places where people can be themselves and be honest? So what's my place and how am I welcoming people home to this community? We are a community following Jesus. Aren't you so thankful for his grace and love? Aren't you, aren't you thankful that no matter where you've been and what you've done, that he adopts you as his son, as his daughter? And now, we carry this gospel. We carry this good news. And it's up to us to be a place with open doors and open arms, welcoming people home, just as we've been welcomed home. Uh, let's, let's stand together. 
and I just want to say a blessing over you. And as we leave this place, our challenge today is to simply be a community that follows Jesus. So now, no matter where you walk in life, no matter what you do tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, throughout the rest of the week, may you realize that as you turn back to God, you have become his son and his daughter. May the grace and the love and the peace and the hope of that heavenly kingdom rest on you. And may you, as the community, may we all be a a place that opens our doors and may we welcome people home with the good news of Jesus Christ. Go in his grace and in his love and be the church that we were called to be. Have a great day. We'll see you next week.